You are now tuned in to Saved and Woke. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Mr. Saved and Woke, also known as Juan Enrique Toussaint. And this is the official first episode of the third season of the Saved and Woke podcast. I cannot believe that we are here. This first episode, I'm just going to be letting God use me to tell y'all what's going to be happening in the show. I do have some ideas. Um, For the show overall, for this episode, I was really urged on by the Holy Spirit via my wonderful wife, Monique Toussaint, to just go ahead and get started, even though I didn't have everything put together like I did for last season and the season before that. Um, And also joining me is my man and friend of the show, Mr. Magnificent Miles. (laughs) Hello, hello. Just wanted to say hello to all the listeners out there. I'm glad to be here, Juan, and I am excited to just see where you take me on this ride. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, the point of this episode is to just let everybody know that Saved and Woke is still here. Um, did take a pretty long break between... No such thing. Between, well... Well, there was a big gap in episodes between the last baby. Yeah. And 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 I'm I'm explaining that. I'm explaining that. You know, everybody doesn't listen to every episode. They don't might not know the intricacies of my life. But so last year in October, um, I my wife and I, we had our first baby girl. Her name is Eliana Elise to say she is beautiful. She is at the recording of this episode. She is three and a half months maybe by the time this episode airs she might be four months old she is beautiful Mm. she's gorgeous follow me on instagram to see pictures and you will definitely see pictures if you follow my wife (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so we had a baby and i'm also in my final semester right now i'm in my final semester of grad school i'm getting my master's of social work i've been in this program for three years Mm. i'm ready to go your rest to go yeah and this is the the so the first half of this final semester is the most classes i've ever taken um so i needed the break and but now i'm ready to get back well i wasn't technically ready but god is like okay let's just do this trust me it was my idea anyway this is my podcast uh and by my i'm talking like this is his podcast. this is god's podcast so i go and he tells me and he told me now so here we are. Um, one thing I did want to talk about was why, like, why are we, why am I continuing to do this show? You know, why do I still want to talk about the saved and woke stuff? Is it really that big a deal? Does anybody even care anymore? Uh, the answer to that, the short answer to that is yes. It saved and wokeness, racial reconciliation and justice social justice is at the heart of god and it's a core tenet of the gospel and doing the work 
of the kingdom. Mm. Yeah. So what would have made you even ask that question to yourself? Why not? Why, why not continue? The, the idea is that you've started this, this long process mm-hmm. of unraveling and connecting wokeness and, and saveness in, in your words. You know, you, you've done that. Mm-hmm. So what would make you even think that it was supposed to stop? Was your mission completed? No, not that. Um, so that was a very beautifully worded question. I'm like, <laughs> was your, your mission smithery. completed? Was no, your mission well, completed last year? I would say that my, that I, that my actions, that the episodes, the things that I shared, whether it was via social media or on the show itself was in line with my assignment, but this is like a life long, I feel like definitely a life, a lifelong assignment. So completion will, uh, will not be completed until I leave this world. So um, we're going to have season 79 of Saved and Woke. You know what? That remains to be seen. I know right now that means the podcast is still going to go forward. I know I'm always going to be in sort of some sort of Saved and Woke capacity. I've, I've, I've been had so many ideas. I've shared, I shared them. I shared a lot of my ideas with you. I've hinted at a lot of the ideas to you, my, you all, my listeners on the show. And it's just like, like with everything going on in my life right now, I cannot actually, well, I have not um, made moves to make a lot of them reality, but there's so much more, even more than this podcast Mm -hmm. that Saved and Woke is, has -hmm. always been in my heart and is, and is going to be. Um, One thing that you said that I just want to point out is like you said, connecting Saved and Wokeness. And I think I get why you say that, but I don't. I don't think of. I don't think of the what I'm doing as connecting saved and wokeness. Saved and wokeness has always been connected, and I am just trying to illuminate that truth mm-hmm. to people. I am not trying mm-hmm. to artificially take this one biblical or spiritual idea and then connect it to a secular or non-biblical idea just because I like it. And I'm not trying to just link something that is not already intrinsically linked in the mm-hmm. gospel like that that's that's the reason why i started the show is because i'm like i and in the first season definitely hit on this um especially i guess in the in the introduction to the show talks about how people think that sameness and wokeness are mutually exclusive right and so even, maybe even after hearing a show they might still think oh juan juan is connecting these two things like no they're already connected um, in the Bible, the words, the Greek and Hebrew words that are used for justice and righteousness are the same word. I don't know what that word is. Um, <laughs> I cannot quote it right now. Um, I'll, 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 I'm, I'm going to look it up for, for the afterthoughts. Um, but the word used in the Bible in Greek and in Hebrew for, for righteousness and justice is... They're the same word, and it's just based off the context where, I guess, translators decided to translate it one way or the other. So God's justice is his righteousness. God's righteousness is his justice. Mm -hmm. And it's so much more even than just 
a mentality or it's like a state of mind. Because I feel like a lot of people like, well, I'm a fair person and I'm not racist and I don't, I don't, you know, I don't think I'm better because I'm a man and and she's a woman or because I have more money or they live on this side of town. It's more than just knowing that. It's it's living it as well. There, the book that I'm reading right now, and that I will also definitely have an episode about. I'm reading a book by Pastor Eric Mason. Um, I think he, a lot of times he goes by Brother Mason, and he he wrote a book called Woke Church. All right, I've only had time to read. I think I think I'm on the second chapter. I might have just finished the second chapter the last time I was in it. The last time I had something to read other than something academic, and I'm like, man. If this ain't like the the what is it the ninety five thesis of Save and Woke, then mm-hmm. I don't know what else is. And one thing he talks about in the book, and that we'll definitely get into, is how there is no attribute of God that is not intrinsically and always connected to an action of God. So God is not just a just or righteous God because he values righteousness. He is a just God. Like we see his, we see that he values justice because he enacts justice. When the Hebrews were enslaved, we saw his justice because he freed them. You know? When we see that we see that he's a righteous God because wherever there is unrighteousness, he brings righteousness. And he makes things right. And so, and just like we, how do we know God loves us? For God so loved the world that he what? That he sat up there and thought about how much he loved us? No, he gave, he did something. He gave his only begotten son. And so every attribute of God, including his justice, including his righteousness, which are intrinsic, the same, they're inseparable. They are shown to us and revealed to us through what God says, how he acts towards us. And exactly that's, that's the main thing, how he acts towards us. And so our quote unquote sense of justice, our sense of righteousness should be evident. And not only what we think about and what we value in our hearts um, and what we uphold in our, you know, in our worlds, but in what we do and how we treat one another interpersonally and how we go about our lives moving about this world and creating and organizing our lives and our society. Hmm. So I wanted to kind of double back to something that you said earlier. Um, Specifically, it had to do with, uh, it had to do with you saying, Oh, well, you have so many ideas and so many things that you want to do. I did want to take a second to assure you that it's okay to take your time. Um, One of the lessons that we learn is that God may give you a vision, but there is a process that leads you towards that vision. Yeah, there's a point in time for everything, definitely. And you don't want to rush that process because right now, you're focusing on something important and you're spending your time wisely. So don't try to rush and do too many things at one time. You've already gotten it. Amen, man. I appreciate that. Just a little bit of encouragement. Yeah, man. I appreciate that. And you know what? That's why we need the Holy Spirit 
because there's always this fine, there's a fine line, I think, between doing what you just said, um, you know, waiting with the Lord and then being stagnant mm-hmm. and being and procrastinating and being fearful and not acting out of fear of, you know, well, just fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. And so definitely that's, a, I mean, it's a great reminder because like we need the Holy Spirit because it's so easy to be, you know, just too far on either end of the spectrum. And we need God to guide us through, um, to be, to make sure that we're in his will. Cause yeah. sometimes, you know, God wants us to be doing a whole, a whole bunch of work in one area. And sometimes he wants us to pull it, pull it back. Um, and sometimes, you know, he wants us to even it out. And so what I, what I would ask you guys, I, I don't think I've ever asked you all by you all, I mean, my listeners to, to do this, but pray for me that that I'll do that. Like Paul, he wrote his letters and he gave people all this captain conviction and all these, all these, um, all this revelation. And then at the end of a lot of his letters, a lot of his epistles, he asked for prayer. So that's what I'm gonna do. I ask for you all to pray for me. You can pause the episode now and you can <laughs> pray for your boy. Okay. Pray that just pray for for me to follow God and in this and all things that I do so that I can keep being used effectively mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. him. And just like Paul said, just pray that God gives me that I'll be bold as a lion. Mm. I want that that the boldness, God's boldness, God's love, God's grace. And one thing I always think about, the word tells us that we're supposed to be as wise as a serpent and gentle as a dove. I think it comes in two different versions. I might be mixing up like wise as a you wise fine. as a serpent. Keep going. Yeah, thank you. Thank you bro. <laughs> Keep going. But pray that I'm that. Because I feel like a lot of times we get the especially and I guess in our really in our well churched settings or church settings, we get the we skip those the wise as a serpent part and we you know, and we really harp a lot on the to be gentle as a dove. Um, but God calls us to be both. And like I said, we got to, I, when I think of trying to do that in my mind, I always feel like I get to that point where like I'm over on one side, I'm overly gracious to the point of timidity, which is not what God wants. And sometimes feel like when I, when I'm trying to work out how to be wise and crafty, it gets to the point of being of getting of being kind of nasty you know mm-hmm. but um jesus was the perfect example mm-hmm. of being wise as a serpent and gentle as a dove because he always knew what pharisees were, were trying to when they were trying to slip him up slip mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. and he called them out on it with no fear at, at all he, he was flipping over tables and mm-hmm. um when the people were you know swindling in the house of god but then at the same time man like this this woman who was a gentile who had no right to approach a jew to be healed healed her a man came up and said if it's your will you'll heal me said i'm willing so he was at all times he was he um was walking in that and just pray for me that i can do that as well and like i said you can pause this episode and 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 press play and we will still be here (laughs) we're pausing we're paused we're paused (laughs) 
And we're unpaused. We're back. <laughs> um, one thing I, I like you talking about the the dichotomy between the serpent and the dove, because it also clarifies some of the, the reason why we need the Holy Spirit. Um, when I think of the reason why is because the Holy Spirit brings knowledge, brings wisdom and understanding. And when we think about the Holy Spirit bringing wisdom and understanding, I think that's what uh, Jesus exemplified more than anything else. He sat there and he he understood that some of the people that hated him, they weren't under full control of themselves. It wasn't who it wasn't themselves. It was the sin. And the same thing when he saw the Gentile woman, he knew her heart. He knew that she wanted to change immediately without saying a word. So I think in some ways, when we think about the wise as a serpent, that's understanding the system. That's being able to see what's really going on and then being as gentle as dove is making the choice, making the choice to respond in the way that reflects Christ. Definitely. And even in that example with the woman, even more so than knowing her heart and her desire. And of course, he, he definitely saw her faith because he remarked on that. Because after she said what she did about how even the dogs deserve the crumbs off the master's table, the Bible says that he marveled at her faith. But I believe the reason that he healed her and that he took notice of her request was not so much that he knew her heart, but that he knew God's heart of love and God's position of just tenderness toward her. And that's what I want to help illuminate for people as well is God's deep, actual care for oppressed, everyone. for everyone, for everyone. Oppre- but and especially for the oppressed and the marginalized, not saying that God loves them more, but it's there. It's real. Um, he And he desires justice for those who are downtrodden and beaten down and excluded, excluded by, you know, people in power. So that, I think, unless you have some more questions, Miles is a good way or a good point to just leave it for this first episode. Um, one thing I will let you all know is that I do have episodes planned. <laughs> we'll be back. Um, I'm going to have afterthoughts for this episode. Just like we're going to continue with the afterthoughts, just like we started in last season. I have been in contact with the hosts of two other podcasts to do some collabos with them i reached out to one because i've always wanted to do a collaboration with them and another guy reached out to me i didn't even know i didn't even know him so man god is god is really moving and connecting connecting us with with the rest of the kingdom with the rest of um you know our saved and woke brothers and sisters so i'm excited for I'm excited for this season. I'm excited to be back with y'all. I feel when I'm recording, I feel like I, I feel like I'm connecting to all of my listeners, man. Like I, I, I don't know, I can just feel it. 
And so I'm, I'm excited to be connected back with you all. Uh, one of my goals, by the way, is to be more uh, responsive on social media. So I was always trying to be active on social media and like by active i meant like just posting 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 but i want to be more responsive so a lot of people they would like my stuff they would comment and i would like like the comment but now i was like you know what if you leave a comment i'm going to respond um especially some of y'all write really smart really smart and insightful things and i would definitely respond and let you know thank you for it um and maybe even start a side conversation who knows you might even end up on an episode um oh yeah i, I definitely talked to this one listener last last season as well about being on the episode this season and we're definitely going to do that as well so i am open to whatever the holy spirit brings me into um and, that, and it will be great if that happens to be more more of y'all so i'm looking forward to connecting with you all via this broadcast via more consistent uploads to youtube as well and also more varied content on youtube um, and of course, like I'm, I'm really looking forward to, I'm hoping you all take advantage of the, the interaction on social media. Cause that'll be, that'll be a lot of fun, but yeah, I'm glad to be here with my man, my man, Miles. I'm glad to connect with a bunch of other friends, uh, old friends that I guess from, from last season as well and new friends who you all haven't met yet, but who have just as much wisdom just as much knowledge, just as much love, just as much grace, just as much saved and wokeness as your boy here. Um, but yeah, stay tuned. And as always, keep, keep the faith, faith and stay woke. woke.